There is a difference between being lonely and being alone. The difference can make you feel more overwhelmed and feel at that stage where you are not well in yourself. You can make a choice and we're going to delve into that in today's episode. I am Dr. Dini. I'm the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom. And it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you as your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show, where we're talking about the journey of motherhood, the loving things that we enjoy as mothers, the challenges that we face, the ways that it impacts our health and our well-being, and what we can do about it. So stay tuned, share this, invite other people to come and have a listen with you. Today, we're going to be talking about being alone, being lonely. I recall when I was younger, there was a sitcom I watched and the lady lived by herself. As she lived by herself, many people expressed concerns and were feeling a little bit sorry for her. And so while she was feeling joyful and anytime people came, she would serve them with food and entertain them, she was the perfect hostess. However, they felt so sorry for her and wanted to look for ways by which they could help her. So while they were suggesting to her that perhaps she could come over, spend some time with them while they are looking for an alternative home for her to live in now that she was getting older, she smiled and looked at them in silence. And they were wondering why she was smiling that way, why she was looking that way. And then at that point, she says, you know, There is a difference between being alone and being lonely. And she says, I am not lonely. You know, that hit home for me, even as a young child under 10 watching that sitcom. Why? Because many times in our lives as mothers, we sometimes have this feeling of being by ourselves, being alone, being separated. And there's sometimes where you feel that loneliness, that sadness, that distress. Now, when you feel distress, you feel sad, you feel perhaps dejected because you're not with the people you would want to be with, then you're lonely then you feel that loneliness. But when you are perhaps separated from people, either because of isolation, work, or certain requirements or unforeseen circumstances, you might feel alone. And so when we look at ourselves, there are many times where we see people who were surrounded by people. They had friends and family. They they were well-known celebrities and they were lonely. So in other words, from a more practical point of view, you can have someone who is alone, separated by maybe space, distance, but not feeling lonely, who is happy in that state. 
And then you can have someone who is surrounded by lots of people and that person feels lonely, despite the fact that they are not alone. How do you make that shift? It starts from the way you think. It starts from the way you think, moves on to the way you feel, and it translates to what you, what you are and then what you do. So we'll start from the first part. So what you think. You all know that we have our entire being. As human beings, we are not just body. Many people think about well-being as being just the care of the body. Exercise, drink water, eat the right foods. But we are made up of spirit, mind, soul, and body. And by virtue of that, when one of them is out of balance, everything falls out of sync. And we do not want that to happen. So starting with the way we think, let's think about it. The way we think governs the way we feel. And the way we think originates in the mind. The mind is such a powerful contraption, I would say. It's just so vast. It's unbelievable. In some further future episodes, we'll delve into what the mind is in terms of subconscious mind, conscious mind, and all that. But maybe not today. When we talk about the mind and the origin of our thoughts, it comes from so many things, perhaps past experiences, what you've been exposed to, what you have seen happen, what you have, ex what you have felt. And when you have this thoughts, they can be positive or they can be negative. Some of these thoughts, perhaps like, I am amazing. I'm just so good. I'm intelligent. I am beautiful. Those are amazing thoughts that empower you. I can do this. Those are empowering thoughts. However, there are sometimes you have thoughts like, I'm a failure. I can't make it. What am I even doing here? I would rather not be here. Those thoughts are disempowering. And by virtue of having thoughts like that, the disempowering thoughts, you then translate that into your soul. So this is a flow from your mind to your soul, and the soul is the seat of your emotions. Then you start to feel. What do you feel? You feel according to the thoughts you have projected. The feeling can be feelings of sadness, which, as we've talked about in the previous episode, are one of those low vibration energy emotions. And when you are vibrating at that energy level, you feel exhausted, you feel tired, you probably cannot focus because you are feeling drained. This is not something we want. Hence, when you are faced with any situation whatsoever and you're having these thoughts that are disempowering, they don't only stay in the mind or affect the way you speak, but they also translate to the way you feel. And by virtue of doing that, you know that the first thing to do will be to change those thoughts, the disempowering ones, to more empowering ones. And when you shift your mindset from something that is breaking you down to something that is building you up, your feelings will translate in your soul as the emotions of hope, of joy, of love, 
of connection. And when you have such feelings, guess what happens? Then you feel worthy. Then you get to the part of being in that moment, being calm, being empowered, being blessed, being full in yourself. So when you have that feeling of being, that feeling of wholeness, of fullness, what translates to that is you start to act it out. After you have felt the being of greatness, you start to act great. On the other end, when you have the feeling of being a failure, you start to act like one. Then you start to act as though you can't make it. You start to act like this is the end. You start to act like there is no hope. Then you start to translate that and emit that. As we mothers know, when we have these thoughts, feel these emotions, feel who we are and express it either consciously or unconsciously, our children see, they learn, they absorb. They may speak at the time, but also they may be quiet, taking all the information in. And that is something we need to be mindful of. Still comes back to the mind. Yes, I said the word mindful. So one of the ways by which I found myself in that kind of scenario, I'll tell you a little bit about what happened. I was running late. And by virtue of running late, it all started with my thoughts. So this beautiful morning, at that point, I would say it did not feel beautiful. I did not see or appreciate what was around me. I was lost in my thoughts, worrying. I was worrying about things I could not control. I was worrying about what people were going to do or say because I was making a change in my life. I was worried. Those thoughts were coming through. You're not enough. What do you, what do you think you can do about this situation? Who do you think you are? All those thoughts were breaking me down. I was terrified. My hands were shaking. You know, when you have this feeling like the room is spinning around you, no focus, that's exactly how I felt. And then as I felt that way, I started to feel unworthy. I started to feel like a failure. And that's the time I was looking around and thinking, why am I even here? This is a painful experience. And I know many mothers go through that experience. And as I did that, and felt that way, and started to condemn my own identity, I was expressing it in the way I acted. I started to make mistakes. The cup I was holding fell. Thankfully, it was a plastic cup, so it didn't break. Water spilled. And then I said, oh, goodness me, yes, you are so clumsy. Juni, what is wrong with you? So that vicious cycle was going on and on. There are many times when these things happen and then we start to criticize ourselves. We start to be the worst version of critics to ourselves. And as you are feeling low in mood, 
feeling in those low vibration energy emotions and you start to feel that I am not good enough. And as you make these mistakes in the doing, it validates that I'm not good enough. I told you you were useless. This is a painful thing. And so one thing we need to do, which is the first step I did, was to just step back. Step back from that situation. Sometimes you need to actually do it physically. But most importantly, it's good to also do it in your mind. Try and look as though you were an eagle flying ahead, high above, looking at that scenario, looking at that situation, almost as though you're having an out-of-body experience. And I'm going to show you what I did. So thankfully, I was able to, at that point, just stop and say, what is happening? And have a look. That's one good question you can ask yourself. What is happening? That is a search for facts, not a search for feelings. What is happening opens your senses to look, to pick information up, to listen, to pick up information. If you can taste to get the information, if you can feel, you get that information. But what is happening opens your senses, including your sixth sense, to pick up on that information. So when I did that, I was able to step back and have a look. I'm having these thoughts in my mind. They are upsetting to me. And because they're upsetting to me, I feel that I am unworthy. And as a result, I am making these mistakes. See, those four stages. And what can I do about it? That was the next question I needed to ask myself. What can I do about it? What can I do about it shows you that there are certain things within you, those superpowers you have within yourself. And by virtue of tapping into those superpowers, you know you, there are certain things you can do. You can't influence what people think about you. You can't influence what they do, but you can influence what, how you react. You can influence your thoughts. And that's where that penny dropped. I started to look at ways to influence the way I was thinking, what I was thinking about, the thoughts that were proceeding through my mind. And as I explored those thoughts, I started to mull over, wow, this is different. And those thoughts that were now coming through were more positive, more empowering. And guess what happened? It translated into the way I felt. I started to feel empowered. I started to feel hopeful rather than fearful. And as I felt hopeful, I started to feel, I can do this. I started to feel, I am worthy. I am able. And what happened from there is I started to have control. My hands were not shaking as much anymore. This is something we can do. And as we do this, we recognize that things that happen around us, we have got, and things that happen to us, things that happen, we can control our reaction, our actions, our interpretation. So you find yourself in a situation whereby you are by yourself, 
Perhaps you've just dropped your child at school for the first time. I know what that felt like. <laughs> I felt alone. <laughs> and I think I also felt lonely as well. You know why I say I felt lonely? Because I felt sad. <gasps> My daughter is dropped off at school. I'm by myself. You know, I felt that pain as though a part of me was missing. Now, of course, you will feel some feelings when your child is going to school, either nursery or mainstream school for the first time, and you're away, especially if you've kind of been with that child like every moment of every day. And with so many moms struggle with that um, connection, detachment, and guilt as well. But you see, when you reframe your thoughts, the way you think, it reframes the way you feel. It reframes how you see yourself and what you do in addition to that or in reaction to that. So looking at yourself, your situation, you can be by yourself, separated from others. Maybe you are in isolation. Maybe you are um, at work and you're unable to meet up, connect with the people you want to connect with. Remember, you can be alone without being lonely. You can be alone without getting yourself into that low vibration of loneliness, that low vibration of pain. And by virtue of your ability to control your thoughts, which translates to the way you feel, you have got that power within you. Mothers, we are creative. We are alchemists. We are the powers that can reframe the way we think. I want you to look at those questions I talked about earlier. Anytime you get yourself in that position where you're feeling weighed down, confused, critical of yourself, making mistakes, have a stop and ask yourself those questions. I hope this has served you today. It's my desire that if perhaps you were listening to me or watching and you were doing something else, come back and have another listen. Have a journal, take some notes, answer those questions, put them in your arsenal. They are the tools that you can use. And these tools are going to help you to explore more efficient ways of getting these emotions balanced in harmony with you feeling energized, you feeling empowered every day of your life. So go ahead and share this with someone. And I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. What are your thoughts? What were your takeaways? Put them, send them to me, subscribe so you know when the next episode is going to be released and you don't miss out. So go ahead, subscribe. Please leave a review. Would like to know what your thoughts are, what stood out for you, and would like to also know how best to serve you. For the show notes of this episode, you can go to www.drjunie.com forward slash show, and you'll be able to get those show notes on there for you. As a gift to you, I'd like to invite you to join the free 30-day compassion challenge for moms. That challenge is all about ways by which we are increasing our capacity for compassion and love for ourselves. And that is one way by which you are building the muscle. And by so doing, you are enabling yourself to feel better. 
you're enabling yourself to shift from a place of feeling lonely to a place where you feel even alone, even if you're alone, you feel happy in yourself. So go ahead. If that's something that resonates with you, www.supermomwellbeing.com forward slash compassion is the place to go to join this free 30-day challenge. It just involves a few minutes every day to reflect, to take an action of compassion for yourself and for others. Go ahead, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And you can also get into the link that I shared with you, www.drduni.com forward slash show for the show notes. You have all the links in there and I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, I ask that you stay well.